seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, Seeker. Welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited to be here with you today. How are you? Thank you so much for tuning in, for spending this time on yourself and for finding me and the Awakening Her podcast. I'm so excited to um, go on this journey with you, to be here for you and with you in this journey. And I'm really excited for this episode. So before we dive in, I just want to say hey to everybody. And there's lots of new people coming into the community. I am so excited. If you are new here. Welcome. My name is Talia Joy. I'm a manifestation mentor. I'm an intuitive, I'm a channel, and I'm really here to help you to activate and step into the life that you are meant for. So if you are new here and you haven't heard me say many words before or haven't listened to many intros before, I truly believe that um, you are meant for massive things especially if you are here. So everybody has the potential for massive things. Everybody has the potential for transformation, for abundance, for thriving. But I really do believe that as we get to be an older soul, because you know a lot of what I do is in the energies, in the cosmos, in the higher perspective, and then I blend that with the human journey and the healing and the physical steps. So I see both sides of it. And from the bigger perspective, there are a lot of people who are old souls that are here right now during an awakening, going through an awakening. So we're going through a global awakening, which also means there's a lot of individual people and individual souls going through an awakening as well. So when you get to be an older soul, you become more interested in, you know, maybe it's even away from organized religion and more into spirituality and oneness. You also become more interested in energy and something more and intuition and you're contemplating things like your purpose and past lives and spirit teams and spirit guides and really just that something more, it only comes along when you're an old soul. So if you've never heard me talk about this or haven't heard a lot about old souls or anything like that, it's very distinct, the different stages of soul growth. It's very distinct in the way it gets expressed. So simply the fact that you're here means you're an old soul because a younger soul would not be focused on the law of attraction, manifestation, creating the life you're meant for. They would just be like, meh, because... It's just not where they're at. And it's the same as uh, the human journey. Like a two-year-old is into different things than a 13-year-old is into, than a 20-year-old, than a 60-year-old, than an 80-year-old. There's different perspectives, different um Um, like interests and passions and someone who is, you know, toward the end of their life, they have a lot more wisdom and traditionally become more focused on like, they just want to spend time with you. Like my grandmas and grandparents in general have been gone for quite a while now, but I remember, you know, my grandma, my Nana, my grandparents, they just wanted to sit and talk and share their stories and look me in the eye and hear how I'm doing and see me. Like they just wanted to go to lunch. (laughs) They just wanted me to come over. It's just about spending time. It's not about all the fancy things and how, you know, many accolades you have. It's moved into what is really important. And a lot of times, you know, our grandparents have these words of wisdom. And if you were to ask them, you know, on their deathbed, like what, are your words of wisdom? What have you learned? It's going to be something hella wise, right? Like my Nana was so wise and she had all these sayings that we call Nana-isms in my family. But one of them she'd say is, I'll expect you when I see you coming, which when I was a kid, I didn't even understand that, but I just love that shit. I'll expect you when I see you coming, which is very much about not having these expectations. And she was so easy breezy. It's like, yeah, whatever. I'll expect you when I see you coming. Whereas a newer person's like, when are you going to be there? And you were six minutes late and that didn't pan out the way I thought. Whereas as you get older, you just get more wise, you know, what really matters in life. So taking that example and applying that to our soul lives, when we're newer souls, we're much more fixated on our class and the superficial, 
um, success and even like right and wrong. And so a lot of people that are heavily into organized religion and are the people who are like, you're wrong. My God is right. Really that type of energy, even if they call themselves spiritual, but it's that like, what is the right God? You're wrong because you don't believe in my God. That is newer soul behavior. And even up until sort of teenager, right? Think of a teenager. I'm right. You're wrong. You don't know what it's like. I know better. Whereas as the parent, you're like, oh, kid. (laughs) So that's kind of the same as when we get to be an older soul, we have that higher perspective of maybe like oneness and like, what if all these gods are the same thing? What seeing the through lines in, you know, different religious texts and spirituality and sort of maybe even moving into the word God or spirit or source or universe, having it mean something so much bigger than what other people make it mean. So anyway, this isn't a talk about this, but what, what I really want to say is that you are an old soul here on purpose right now, awakening. There's a reason you tuned into this episode about doing the work to really get to that place you want. There's a reason why you are here and it's a really big reason you are here to transform in this lifetime or you would not be here. I know you feel that, you know, it is look at how much you have been through already. You are here to sort of find the, the, the keys of the universe to really learn how to co-create in this experience, to take advantage of the malleable reality, to be able to create the things that you want while also sinking into that deeper meaning and healing the things that you've been through, starting to recognize like, maybe I'm not limited by the things I've been through. Maybe I'm not limited by my limiting beliefs and my programming. You know, I desire more. I want to be free. I want to manifest. I want to live in abundance and purpose and live in intuition. And maybe you're even into your spirit team and wanting to connect to your guides more and all this stuff. It's a hundred percent. You are an old soul and you are here for big things. So welcome to the show. This is what I'm all about. I teach manifestation, intuitive development, tuning into your soul's purpose, and all of it with the intention of you creating and living the life that you are meant for in this fullest expression. So what I mean is, you know, not all of us are meant to go massive in every lifetime, but you are, this is the perfect time, the perfect place, the perfect lifetime. You've been through so much, you've overcome so much, and now you're thirsty for more and surprise, surprise, you found my show. This is what I'm all about. So welcome to the show. I welcome you with open arms. As I said, I'm a manifestation mentor. I'm also a Canadian on the West coast of Canada on Vancouver Island. I am a mom of three. My youngest guy is almost four. I can't even believe it. For those of you that have been following along, you remember when I was pregnant, when I was freaking out, when I was pregnant going, I didn't know I was going to have a third child. (laughs) Um, I also have two girls, um, currently nine and one is almost 13 and like a month. So entering teenagers. Um, so I've got teenagers and toddlers at the same time, pretty wild ride right now, but I am married to my soulmate. We've been married for, oh man, I forget now. It's not even that long. It's like seven years, I think seven years. Um, we've been to get, we've been together for almost 12 and I met him in high school. He was one of my really good friends in high school. Serendipitous events led us together. We actually realized that we have met before or that our paths have crossed before. We recognize that where we both lived in preschool, we would have had to walk past each other's houses, or actually I would walk past his house every day with my dad on the way to my preschool, and he would walk the other way toward his preschool, and we crossed paths a ton of times when we were young that we recognized... um, but then we re-met in grade nine when I moved to that city. Um, I had been away and then I moved back and we met and we were friends um, right off the bat and all through high school. So I am married to my soulmate, my best friend, and um, yeah, just living on the West Coast of Canada, manifesting the life that I'm meant for. And I don't come from anything easy. I mean, my story and after hearing so many client stories over all the years, some of you have been through much crazier experiences than myself. Um, but life has not been easy for me internally. My, my battle has always been internally. Yes. You know, me and my mom didn't always, we didn't always see eye to eye or have an easy relationship. There was lots of things I was bullied and all these different things externally that happened. There was definitely stuff. Um, however, it was always this internal journey of hating myself and not being confident in who I was and always wishing I was different and never feeling good enough ever. And that led to an eating disorder that took over about a decade of my life or more, which was also involved. I was in drugs and alcohol and lots of things going on at that time. And I reached my rock bottom 
the story is in episode one. If you ever want to go back and sort of hear my whole story and my rock bottom and all of this. Um, but I hit my rock bottom and that totally threw me into a deeper spiritual awakening where I discovered my intuition. I started talking to my spirit team. I didn't actually know I was talking to them at first for a couple of years, but they started coming through. I started hearing them so much more clearly using my intuition. I moved from an eating disorder into intuitive eating, got certified as a nutritional consultant, started helping other women move out of diets and into intuitive eating and a more peaceful place with food and their body. And I did that for a few years. I had a business called Food Buddha and I just grew out of it. I wanted to talk about, I love talking about body and food with my clients because it seems to come up with most of us um, at some point or another. It's still a huge passion. Health is a huge passion of mine, but I started noticing that it was just more than you know, quinoa recipes and, you know, eating more cruciferous vegetables. Like it was just about more than that. I wanted to dive deeper into the law of attraction, the malleable nature of this reality, what we are meant to be. And that was just started to get out of the scope of nutrition. So I, you know, broke free of that business and created another one called the good feeling life where it was all about law of attraction and manifestation. And that is still what I'm doing. But a few years ago, I changed it into Talia joy. And the reason why I did that is so that I am now free to pivot and change. Cause sometimes the conversation changes, you know, about a year and a half ago, I started talking much more about healing, which we're going to touch on today as well. And less not less, but I, in addition to talking about manifestation and the law of attraction, I started talking more about healing and inner child healing and all of that. And I don't want to have to change my business every time, you know, my, every time something becomes really important and I want to talk about it and share it with you guys, I don't want to feel sort of, you know, smunched in or like tethered by a business. So now it's just to Leah joy. This is what you get, but we do talk manifestation, law of attraction, intuition, soul's purpose, because these are all the things that I see as being so important to you creating the life that you are truly meant for. So today what we're getting into is how to do the work and how to do the manifestation work, the self growth work, um, how to move into this place from like how to go from where you currently are into your next level, whether right now you're close to making a million dollars or you're in debt or, you know, you're somewhere in the middle, wherever you're at now, we do the work, certain specific steps to move out of this and into a bigger expression, what you're meant for more abundance, more purpose, more intuition, all of that, that you've been calling out for, which results in more confidence, feeling better in who you are rooted in who you authentically are. And knowing that being able to create boundaries and knowing how to manifest and deliberately create what you want. So this is what we're talking about today is how to do that specifically. Before I start with that, um, with this, I, I want to say that I've recently been talking to a lot of you, asking your feedback on topics you like to hear about, the things that you like to hear me talk about the most. Um, also, is if there's topics you want me to cover. And I've been really wanting to ask my community because I've done like 260 something episodes <laughs> on my own and I have a million things I could talk about and all of these things. I'm excited to keep this podcast going and I love doing it so much. And I've been asking, you know, your feedback. So if you want to provide me with some feedback, I create a little form, um, a questionnaire, the link will be below. And if you do that, you will get complimentary access to the next get unblocked. So that is a monthly chakra clearing that I hold, which is a chakra clearing and an energy activation that you usually pay and register for. I'm only going to do this for a couple months. So if you do, if you get this, you want to do the questionnaire, it'll take about 10 minutes. I appreciate your honest answers and, you know, you sharing, you know, where you're at, what you want to hear more about, what is important to you right now. If you're willing to fill this out for about 10 minutes or so, we will connect with you and offer you a free ticket to one of the next two get unblocked. So we'll have two dates for you. You can choose, you know, between them. Um, but I'm only doing this for a couple months. So make sure if you want to get into one of those chakra clearings to do the form below, because I just want to hear so bad what you need what you need, what you're going through, what you'd love to hear me talk about. Even if I've done 17 episodes on it, I want to hear because you're the, you're the reason I do this. This is so important to me. I mean, I can talk forever, but I really want to know that it's what you need to carry you into your next level. So please share with me the questionnaires below. I will give you access to the next get unblocked, um, chakra clearing. 
which is so beautiful and such a powerful container to connect deeper into spirit, to clear the energy that is holding you back. And if you get this at a later time when that offer is no longer going and you want to join us in the monthly Get Unblocked ceremonies, there's always the link in all of the show notes. I put it there so you can click on the page, see when the next one is, see what the theme is, see if you want to join, and I'd love to see you there. So let's dive into how to do the work. So this Today, what I'm talking about is literally the outline of my signature program activated. We do have a new round coming at the end of June. It's going to be basically a summer round, which is so much fun. The whole schedule is on the page, which is also below. If you want to check out the information for activated, this is my signature program. This is my baby. This encompasses everything. And I've done many rounds now and the feedback is incredible. The toolkit that you develop going through this program. Then the part that I'm kind of proud of the most is that the people that use it, the people that go through the program have countless times on countless occasions said to me that these tools are so foundational in duplicating the results, in moving forward, in in every new goal that you have and for the rest of your life. Plus it's such powerful work for healing and really activating who you truly are. So when I work with people or when I get feedback, they're like, Oh, I've cycled, I've circled back into core values, or I went back to the deliberate creation module, or, you know, we have a module on manifesting really big things, like really big goals and how to bridge that gap energetically. And we have a healing module and I have people constantly saying like, Oh, I went back and listened to either the meditations, the activations, went back to the workbooks, went back to the trainings. And it's something that you can use forever. The trainings are beautiful. They are, you know, short, they're bite-sized, they're potent. There are energy activations every week. And of course, workbooks, we have our chats every week in the live rounds. We have our sessions, we have extra activation and clearing sessions put into the program. It's really the program of how to do the work. So if you're interested in this, I have a brand new waitlist. So if you've joined the waitlist before, make sure to join again, because I don't want to have people on the waitlist from like a year ago that are no longer interested, or they've already taken the program. So I've created a brand new waitlist. The link for that is below. Or if you're listening to this, um, you know, not right away, um, we may be open for, for registration right now. So make sure to check that link below and I can't wait to see you in activated my signature eight week program. And that's what I'm going through today. So how to do the work. I created this program around how to do the work. So the very first place to start number one place to start is what I call activating your whole authentic self. So whether or not you take activated or not, there's going to be so much in this episode for you. So take notes, maybe go back and listen, screenshot, bookmark, whatever you need to do, um, because there's these steps are very intentional and very important. So step one, is activating your whole authentic self. So what this is, is this is who you truly are. This is recognizing your home authentic energy, your essence. So we come here with an essence, with with a soul's essence. And kind of briefly, what this is, is the energy that you carry into a room. And this sounds really funny, but it's like when you're at your funeral, (laughs) hovering above watching your funeral, the things that people took away from you, it's your light that transcends you know, your profession or the thing, the specific things you said, or how much money you made. It's so much more. It's your true blueprint of who you truly are, your whole authentic self. And the reason why I say whole and authentic, um, by whole, I mean, unscathed by the world. It's the part of you that is a bit higher or bigger than the you who has been abused, neglected, abandoned, feels shame, feels guilt, feels, you know, all of these different human emotions that we fucking collect over our journey. We truly do. Um, and, but the whole authentic self is that bigger essence of who you are. And by authentic, I mean, authentically you like the part of you that is so you that you can't take it out of you. You know what I mean? Like you can cut your hair, you can move countries, you can learn a different language, you can get a new partner, you can repaint your house, but you, your whole authentic self is who you are from the beginning. 
And it's the blueprint for you becoming all that you're meant to be. So in week one of the program and as step one, it's really activating who you authentically are, which right away unleashes your true essence, your magnetism, and your true self. So how you do this in, you know, if you're not going to take the program, my best advice on how to do this is to really strip away, like, who am I at my core? What do I love to do? What are my natural gifts? Um, In the program, we go through your core values. What is truly important to me? Where do I shine? What am I really great at? Not even just like as a job, but you know, I love laughing. I'm really great. You know, I'm really trustworthy. I can always make people, you know, feel uplifted or whatever it is. It's like who you truly are under the shit, really under the limits, under the, the heaviness, the worries, the fear. It's that true you that you've been from the beginning, but it's been covered up by the things that we've experienced and especially our societal influence, like the limits, like, Oh, you can't do that. Or, you know, Oh, that's never going to work. And so we lose who we truly are because we think we need to get a real job and we need to get our head out of the clouds and we need to be more like this person. And we should look like this person and we should make more money and we should, we should, we should. But under that is your true essence. And as you start to recognize your true essence and your core values and who you truly are, right away we start an activation process that takes you away from the things you've led to believe about yourself. So activation is the first step and that's, you know, your core desires, who you truly are, your soul's essence. I like to say like if you're just having the best day, maybe it's like birthday vibes or you're just having a really good time, a really good day. What is that you when you're feeling present and here and sparkly? That is, that's the glimmer. That's the glimpse into who you truly are and the freedom that you are capable of being. So in Activated and in the module, I also dive deeper into self-love, how um, a really beautiful hack to creating more self-love for yourself in a way that truly matters. And we also talk about sacred boundaries boundaries and how to create boundaries. So in this activation of who you truly are, you're activating your essence, your core values, and that naturally takes us into creating boundaries to protect that. So for example, one of my core values is, um, is nature. So sometimes I need to create boundaries with myself. I also describe in the program boundaries in a way that most people have never heard them talked about before, but I, you know, create these boundaries with myself where I make a point to go out into nature as much as possible. If I'm having a hard day, a hard time, I'm unclear, I'm feeling ungrounded. I go back into my core values and there's other core values that I have as well that I can use for this. But for that example is multiple times in the day, I'm, I'm going out of my office, I'm putting my toes on the grass. Or you hear me say in my work day, I go for a break and I go to the beach, even just for 20 minutes, half an hour. I go away by myself. I go into nature. I go on hikes. I, I do nature. (laughs) I do nature whenever I'm feeling disheveled or as an energy maintenance plan. So sometimes I need to create boundaries where I'm saying like, okay, today at four, I'm, I'm going out in nature. And then sometimes the day gets ahead of me and it's like 3.50 and I'm like, oh, I have so much to do. It's like, no, I said that I would go out into nature today because that's part of my core values. It's part of who I truly am. So we can also create boundaries around other people and relationships, but it's not about controlling other people. It's about honoring who you are, what you need and creating boundaries around that. So if you are an empath, if you are an introvert, it's starting to create boundaries. Like this is who I am. I need space. I need alone time and starting to say no to some things or, you know, creating like every Thursday night, I just spend the time with myself and I, and I make a nice dinner and I bath and I meditate. It's like creating those boundaries around what is the most important thing for you as an individual soul and how this ties into manifestation is source made us who we are. I really believe that we are made who we are um, on purpose with our core values, with our personality, with our interests, with our passions, with our talents. And the more you that you become, the more magnetic you are and the more manifestation happens easily because you're being authentically you. So the first step is discovering who you truly are. And in that week one, we go through what I call your whole, whole authentic self, 
um, using your own love as medicine, um, creating sacred boundaries, and really just discovering that soul essence so that you can step more deeply into that. It's permission to be the youest you you've ever been and noticing, whoa, when I'm being authentically me, when I'm being unleashed, when I'm being who I truly am, I attract so much more into my life than when I'm trying to be like somebody else, right? So that is the first step is noticing and activating who you truly are. Who are you? What are your interests? What do you, you know, think about certain things? Do you really want to be going out, you know, every Saturday drinking or have you just been doing that because it's habit? Like who truly are you is first the first step. So the next step um, in doing the work is healing. And this is huge. Um, so I have talked about this on the show often before that I really am a huge fan of inner child healing and shadow healing. I think that or shadow work, I think those two go hand in hand. So in module two of the program, but also just as I go through this stuff with clients, cause this is also the process I go through with clients. So we explore inner child healing and inner teenager healing and we dive into the core of what actually is holding us back. So in the program, I'm teaching you the exact method that I use to heal what holds me back and also to navigate triggers and fears and all those kinds of things, the scrunchy emotions, the darkness, the parts of us that you know, it's not working or we're sabotaging or we react to things. We feel hopeless. We feel not enough. We have to heal that stuff. So this whole overview of like doing the work is about going from where you are, removing obstacles and stepping into what you're meant to be. So in that, I think we cannot actually get away without healing. I don't see how we can actually really manifest without at least diving into healing. We don't have to constantly be in inner child work and constantly be in the heaviness. It's actually an ebb and flow. We dip in and out. But if you're not where you want to be, especially if you're struggling right now, it means that there's something in your way or something that needs to be healed. When we are constantly being triggered or when we feel not good enough, when we feel hopeless, when we feel unable or incapable of doing the things we want, all of these things just show us there's room for healing. So what has happened in our lives, especially when we were a child, is before the age of, some people say eight, I say seven or below, same, same. Um, we picked up on things. So sometimes, you know, some of us experienced abuse or they witness things that are scary, like, you know, parents arguing or parents passing away or addiction, or, you know, there's so many things. It could also be, you grew up in poverty. It could be that you were, um, like made fun of by a teacher or by a bully, or, you know, one time you put up your hand and gave the wrong answer and the class laughed and you kind of shut yourself down and vowed inside, I am never putting up my hand ever again. But now that gets in the way when we're trying to put yourself out there in a business or put yourself out there on a dating app or have, you know, be with friends engaging in conversation. There could be this narrative around like, I can't share my truth or my opinion, or I will get laughed at. Right. So healing goes deep. There's a lot. Um, but the basis of it is that when we were a kid, we picked up on some things and it can even be that we grew up in this like really cushy experience as far as maybe there was abundance and there was two parents in the house and it was safe and secure, but maybe your parents were always talking bad about rich people or they were talking bad about poor people or they made money more important than connection with family or whatever, right? You could be really well off, but one of your parents isn't around a lot because they're always working and you felt that, you know, money is more important. And so now you're always hustling for money. So there's endless examples of why we need to do healing work. If you're not where you want to be, it's coming down to healing. So this is something that I teach in, you know, in week two of Activated, we go through, we um, really uncover some of those blocks and every single round, I have so many breakthroughs in this week with, with the students that go through recognizing the stuff that they picked up on when they were a kid. So for me, one of the stuff, one of the things I picked up on was money stress. My mom was a single mom for a lot of the time. We were quite poor for a bit. Um, she was on welfare for a bit, but I just remember her stress around money. And she would always say money is so hard to make and so easy to spend. And I was like nine or eight or seven hearing this. And when I grew up, guess what? Money was an issue and it's not her fault. It's just that as we are young, we absorb everything from our parents. So something as simple as watching your parents struggle over money 
or stress about money, whether they had a lot of it or they didn't, that is going to impact you and your ability to make money until you actually see what's going on. And that's the power of inner child healing. It's not all big and heavy. It's not all about giant traumas. For some people, it definitely is because they have experienced a lot of shit. But recognizing that the things we experienced aren't actually and don't need to be our truth now. So for example, this is unfortunately something that's common that I see in clients is maybe they grew up their parents got a divorce. One of the parents walked out or passed away, or they felt abandoned, felt unimportant by one or both of their parents. So now in life, even if you're in your thirties, your forties, your fifties, there's this narrative around, like, if I love someone, they're going to leave me, or I couldn't, I couldn't have been good enough to make my dad stay. Or if I would have been this and this, then my parents wouldn't have gotten divorced. Or, you know, I would be, you know, if I basically, if I was this X, Y, Z, I would be more worthy of love. And I have to be careful because people are going to leave. You can't trust people just because someone loves you doesn't mean they're not going to leave. There'll be these different narratives from exactly what you experienced as a kid. So I always thought inner child healing was going to be so emotional and so scary. And sometimes big things come up, of course, but it's actually more just fucking empowering to go just because this happened when I was a kid, like I made it mean something about me, but from this adult lens now, I see that it was never about me. If my mom was stressing about money when I was a kid, that wasn't about me. That was actually just like, she was a single parent trying to get by. Right. So we don't have to blame our parents. It's not about blaming them for all of our shit. It's just recognizing like I saw them act this way around money, around my dreams, my ambitions around what a woman should be around relationships, around whatever it is. I saw them struggle. I saw that with this narrative and that gets into you. So just a little bit of a background, why is that our brain isn't fully developed? I mean, until I actually forget, some of you could probably share with me until you're closer to being an adult. But when you are under the age of seven, you're, you're so open and you're taking in everything as truth. So like my four-year-old's going like, mom, why does the sun go down? Mom, why is this and this? Like, mom, what about, and they just take what you say as truth because you are the adult. You're the one who to them knows so much. And we, as a kid, we don't know a lot. So we're looking to our adult to be like, why does this happen? And why do cars have four wheels? And so whatever you experienced in there, whether it was stress or abuse or passive aggressive comments or neglect or abandonment, or even just underlying comments about people, about things, about ways of being, it gets in. So if you had a parent that was always making comments about other people's bodies, or as I said, about people who are rich, I've experienced this a lot with clients where their parents would be like, oh, they're rich snobs or you know, people think that if someone's rich, it must be sketchy. They must be a drug dealer. They must be corrupt in some way. So if you're hearing that when you're a kid, you're always going to have resistance around becoming rich. Even if consciously you're like, no, really, I want it. I know it's fine. I actually want to help my parents or I want to do more with it. It won't let you, your subconscious mind will not let you because you experience that being rich means you're greedy. Being rich means you're bad. So this is why we have to look at it and we look at it. Yes. There's times of like emotion and maybe processing, releasing, but it's more looking at it going like, Whoa, wait a minute. This happened. I adapted this behavior and belief. And now I totally see why money's hard, why relationships are hard, why body healing is hard or losing weight or mental health. Like I now see it. Oh my goodness. And the power starts to be back in your hands. So you cannot manifest the big things without doing healing work. And before I move on to the third step, I just want to say that I was really good at fancy footing my way around healing. I'd be like, no, no, I'm just going to work on business. And once I'm like rich and famous, then I'll work on the healing and the forgiving of my mom and the trauma with my body. And the I'll deal with that later because who wants to do that? <laughs> but you guys that have been listening for a while, you've heard a change in me in the last year. You felt a change in my power, my one-on-one clients. It's like my channel is even more potent. My message is even more potent. I'm getting better results with clients. 
in programs, all of it, because I did healing work. (laughs) It wasn't that I learned a whole bunch of new things about how to coach or more about my gifts. It was the healing work. It unleashed so much because I, as I start to know how to handle triggers and fears, when I recognize like, oh, this is that coming up from childhood. Now I know what to do. And that's my whole intention in, I have to bring that into activated. I could not teach you a manifestation program without teaching you how to move through those things because that is the thing that's holding you back. That is the thing. So number three, after we start to do the healing work, and I think we do healing work forever. Again, we're not always in the depths, but it's going to be something we cycle in and out of. So this is a linear process, but it's also sometimes we're looping back into things. So the next step is reprogramming. And this is where we take what we learned in childhood And we reprogram our conscious and subconscious minds to help us release those same looping patterns that happen in our mind. So say I experienced scarcity around money, which I did when I was younger. Every time I have like a lower month or a big bill comes in, I would like freak out, like not freak out, like yell, but just be totally panicked and like, oh my God, this is never going to happen. I was also like living, hovering around zero, like just forever. And it's like, why, why, why is this happening? Why can't I get ahead? Oh, right. That whole narrative around money is really hard to make and easy to spend. Does that feel true to me? And it's like, yeah, I see that in my physical reality. It feels hard to make and it feels easy to spend. It's like, that is that narrative that I picked up as I was, when I was a kid. So as we see the narratives and we, that's what we do in week two is we are literally like getting a clear picture of the actual narratives that are running the show. Like money is hard. Relationships will let you down. I cannot trust people. I have to do it all myself. These are common narratives. Um, It's not safe to be who I am. It's not safe to speak up. It's not safe to shine or I'll make other people feel bad. These are such common narratives that come out of this healing work, out of seeing actually what's going on under there, because that is what's creating the results you're having. So that's why the third step is moving into reprogramming those narratives. So this is where we take our limiting belief, the junk quote unquote, that we have carried from childhood and know and learn how to reprogram our conscious and subconscious mind. So a lot of us know how to do the conscious mind, which is like, no, it's okay. I'm abundant or I know money's available to me, or I know that the one is out there. The subconscious mind is saying you're going to be alone forever, or money's hard. You're never going to figure this out. You're not enough. So we need to program both, reprogram both the conscious and the subconscious mind. And so in week three of the program, I take you through my exact reprogramming, the thing that I do, the thing that I do, you know, religiously, what I'm always like the exact work I do. I don't hold anything back in this program, but This is what releases us from those patterns. So if you don't take activated or you're wanting to do this on your own, it's, there's basically subconscious reprogramming. So if you see anything out there that calls to you about subconscious reprogramming, that is going to be a great method for you. I love EFT. I love hypnosis. I love deep meditation. Um, I love EMDR. I've only done it a few times, but it's really powerful inner child healing sessions, which in the program, we're having a whole, um, sacred ceremony around inner child healing that helps you to reprogram. So whatever way you do it, learning how to reprogram the conscious and subconscious mind to that, to, to get us out of those same patterns. So in that week, you learn so many new tools and everything that I do, the practices, Um, because this program truly is a toolbox that you will pull from for the rest of your life. So you will learn exactly how to reprogram your brain and what that actually looks like. So it's really important after the healing work to take what you've seen and now reprogram it. And because without the reprogramming, then we're just like, okay, I see it, but it still runs the show. We need to actually reprogram it, right? That's what Joe Dispenza is all about is reprogramming the subconscious mind. So then in the program, the next week is um, a blank week with no calls and it's integration week. And if you don't take the program or just for the sake of this, integration cannot be overlooked. Integration is actually practicing what you've been learning, embodying what you've been learning. So in your life, you may know a lot of things, but are you practicing it? I can't tell you how many clients go like, oh, I know to like meditate and mindfulness, but like, are they practicing it? Are they actually connecting to spirit often? Are they actually meditating? Like all of these things. 
integration is so important to practice what you've been learning. And I say this in the program, without integration, the work falls flat because we need to actually be practicing. So what that looks like is with the examples I've used, say now, after I've done a lot of work or even, you know, a few years ago before I had done as much reprogramming, a big bill comes in the mail. I have the awareness of my money junk from childhood and now it comes in and I can go, okay, I'm reacting. I have fear inside. I'm panicked. Number one, it's okay. It's because this is what I experienced as I was a kid. When I was a kid, this is reminding me of living in scarcity when I was a child. This is reminding me of the narrative that money's hard to make and easy to spend. And it's okay. This is a different time and space. I'm going to put my hand on my heart. I'm going to deep breathe. Then maybe I could do a meditation or just a mindful moment, go put my feet on the earth. Basically intentionally reprogramming it as it comes up on the spot. And then also, well, like that is the integration. So practicing, and then also with the whole authentic self, practicing who you truly are, practicing getting into the embodiment of that magnetic energy, which of course in the program, I show you all how to do, but in integration, no matter where you're at in all of your work, you have to continue integrating because you could, you know, go to a, I always say this, you could go to like a Tony Robbins event and be like, Whoa, crazy. But if you don't come home and put anything into play, if you don't put anything into practice, what are your results going to be? Right? So you need to be integrating, which is also why this program is so powerful because it's It's like this week, this round is actually going to be nine weeks instead of eight because we have two weeks where there's no calls, but then we also have extra ceremonies. Anyway, over this time, that is exactly what we're doing. We're practicing the work. You need to be integrating what you've been learning. Okay. So step five then is what I call the art of deliberate creation. So just to kind of do a a big recap, first we're activating our whole authentic self, really looking at who we are in the basis, in the base of who we are, our core values, what is important to us, what we desire, our magnetism, our essence. Number two is we're stepping into the healing work because everything that is not that, that is not our essence, that is not who we authentically are, is generally junk from childhood and from our life. We've had compounded traumas, occurrences, maybe you know, marriages have ended or you've had things happen to you and disappointments and failed, quote unquote, failed things. We need to heal from that. We need to know what healing actually looks like. And so anything that isn't our whole authentic self is part of the healing journey and part of the healing process. After we move through healing, step three is reprogramming. So reprogramming those things from childhood, seeing the narrative and going like, this is the narrative. So forever I had a narrative that I was so clear. It was way before this program or anything, but I unpacked it years ago. I am alone in this. That was like a narrative that I didn't recognize was controlling my life. I always felt alone. I always felt like I couldn't rely on anyone. Like I was alone. I was also kind of making myself alone because that's how these wounds happen. Um, They get reinforced because we actually start to create that. But I felt always alone. I couldn't rely on people. I had to do it all myself. And so then again, we have to reprogram that. So step three is reprogramming. Step four is integration, which we're embodying in every phase. We need to be practicing these things, not just like watching a thing once. We need to put it into play. If you watched a webinar on a social media strategy, if you have a business, but then you never put it into play, like it just wouldn't even do anything. So we have to be integrating. Number five is the art of deliberate creation. This is now where, because we've become so much more aware of who we are, we've become so much more aware of what junk is coming from childhood and learning how to reprogram that. Now we get into the how to's of manifesting. And in this week, week five of the program, I teach you the magnetism formula, which is exactly how to manifest what you want. The art of deliberate creation is manifestation. We talk about being, you know, passing tests, um, experiencing tests from the universe. We talk about how to consciously create what we want, how to put those desires into action, how to start, um, embodying them, how to make sure that we are in alignment with them, actually looking at those goals and going, okay, what needs to be healed? Now that we know how to heal, now that we know how to reprogram, we can look at it from a totally different way and go, what do you want? I want to speak on stages or I want to become a millionaire by 40 or I want to find my soulmate. Now you can actually go through the magnetism formula to be like, am I empowered around it? Am I in line with it? Am I taking action? Am I inspired? Do I believe it's possible? 
This is all in the magnetism formula. We have to believe it's possible. We have to be taking action. Even if it's small energetic actions, we still need to be taking action. We need to be clearing away those limits around it. So I have a whole formula for that. That is step five, which is now we go and deliberately create, right? You can't, and this is actually where a lot of people are getting stuck, is they're trying to create before they've done any whole authentic self activation in whatever way you do that, activating your actual home base energy. Like who the fuck am I really? What is my soul's essence? You're not, you know, you haven't realized that. And then also haven't done the healing for a lot of people. So they're just trying to create. And when we just try to create, we just try to go like, I'm going to make a million dollars by next year. I'm going to do this. It's going to be successful. What do we do with those triggers? What do we do with those limits we've learned? What do we do with the underlying narratives that continue to hold us back and keep us in what we would say like self-sabotage or whatever, we can't move through that without healing. So this is where most people are going wrong. They're going step one, the art of deliberate creation, whereas that's not the first step. And that's what I tried to do forever. And there were some things I did. There was some great manifestations that came forward, but I never felt fulfilled. I never got into overflowing abundance. I was never like surprised by how much success or how much money or the opportunities coming. It was just scraping by in all of the ways, whether it was my body, the way I felt in my life, my money. And I was always just trying to create. I didn't know of the healing work. So this is why I created this program because you have to know how to actually do the work in a way that it's going to work. So after that, number six is, this is the Talia style way of doing thing is the advanced manifestation and the quantum manifestation. So this is where we start embodying her. We start going, and if any of you is new here, um, the her work is actually why this is called the awakening her podcast. Of course it's him, them, whatever resonates with you, but it's that version of you that is already living the dream life. So we activate that version of you that is already in that higher level. They are already more of their authentic self. They have cleared that energy. They are, you know, sort of free and have that magnetism and, and are there. They've done it. They've moved through. They've, they're on the stages. They have the million dollars. They've met the soulmate. They're living the dream life. And we start to channel her. And in this week, I give you so many tools that I only talk about in Activated, so many tools for quantum manifestation. We do a timeline journey. There are so many different things that we do in this week um, to show you exactly how to quantum manifest. Cause something I've learned is one tool doesn't always do it for everyone. We need to find the way that really jazzes you up. So this is where we get into the quantum. If you don't take activated, if you don't join me further in this journey, this is about deliberately connecting with that version of you that has already achieved the things and embodying her energy, asking them questions, becoming guided by them, creating signs between you and them to really step forward and really quantum manifest. I also teach you some new quantum manifestation techniques that you can do before you go to sleep and different beautiful tools that really help you to quantum is to move from here to that end result in a very short amount of time or to quantum leap is to make a lot of progress in a short amount of time. And this is what we do in this program. So this is where in step six, this is where we're actually ready for that quantum manifestation. If we're just trying to embody her, but we have so much junk in our energy field and our subconscious mind, the limits, the letdowns, the, like the beliefs we have, we just can't properly get into that quantum space. And then week seven slash step seven is living this way of life, living, doing the work. So this is where we are living our day-to-day life in witnessing who it is that we are being. Are we being authentically us? Are we being in our core values? This is knowing how to manage triggers as they come up, setbacks, anxiety, things that come up that totally trigger us into feeling not good enough and all these old things. This is where we start to live the process. So in this week, I offer a beautiful breakdown and lots of downloads. You can even just keep on your phone to refer to how do we live this system? How do we live it in our everyday life so that we're healing, reprogramming and manifesting all of your big desires? This is 
basically starting to integrate this into our everyday life. And what this looks like in everyday life is as I'm saying, so say I start the day going, okay, I'm going to be, I'm tapping into my whole authentic energy. I'm really stepping into my essence. And then I know the things that I want to create. And then maybe I go to my computer and I look at my bank account and I'm triggered or I have a program that I'm selling and I look and not very many people have joined or something happens between me and my husband that feels frustrating or whatever, right? Daily life. This is just the shit that happens. Knowing how to handle those triggers. And this is what I do so much with my one-on-one clients is like our, our gut instinct is to positive through it, is to push through it, is to remain positive, is to stay you know, high vibe. And it's just not, that's not how you live this system. That's not how you live doing the work. We have to be able to know how to manage triggers in a way that is healing, how to see what's coming up in a way that actually makes us move through it, not just get through this trigger and basically wait for the next trigger. We actually move through it so that we don't have to be triggered anymore in this area. So really living this system is that next step. So we have one more step. Um, and I'm just going to recap. So first is activation in activating who you truly are in your soul's essence, what your soul is calling you to be, what the universe made you so that you step into that magnetism. Number two is healing the limits, the, the worries, the fears, the things that have held you back, being able to sort of diagnose what's going on, see those narratives, move through it with inner child healing, inner teenager healing, shadow work, you know, whatever style resonates with you. Step three is now reprogramming those things. So if you're not going to take activated and you're just sitting here going like, how can I apply this? You could even write out step one, who am I really? What is my essence? What is my vibe? How do I shine? Who am I truly? Number two, like what types of things hold me back? What types of triggers come up? What are the patterns? Maybe you're trying to get healthier, but you're constantly falling into binge eating, or maybe you're trying to be more positive, but you fall into self-criticism and feeling shitty about yourself. Notice those and go, what could this be telling me? Write it out. What seems to come up for me? How can I tie this back to what I experienced in childhood and recognize that it's not truth. It's just old patterns that come up and sort of sabotage, right? So the next step is reprogramming those things. Okay. I have a belief money's hard. Now I need to reprogram them. And I love this week so much because I talk about how like none of these beliefs are innately true. Like if I say like, oh, people like me don't become millionaires and you went like, oh, why? I'd be like, well, you know, I'm not really that special. I kind of grew up fucked up. I'm not that, you know, magnetic or attractive. And so many people on Instagram are like super hot and super this and super that. I'm not really that. I've never really known how to, you know, manage money. I'm just this girl from a small town in Canada. All these things I could, I could start saying like, I've never been able to manage it. I always seem to have more expenses, all the reasons why I couldn't become a millionaire. None of them are true. And in the, in the program, I say like, there's no sign in the sky saying, Talia, thou shalt not become a millionaire. That's our limits. So in the reprogramming, we actually get so liberated to be like, wait a minute, it's not true that I can't do this. Like you're not asking to fly. You're not asking to, you know, buy Tesla from Elon Musk. (laughs) I mean, you could get that rich for sure, but I'm just saying you're not asking for anything crazy. You're not asking for anything that you can't achieve. So realizing that and moving into reprogramming is so important. So step four then is integration, making sure we are actually integrating. You are learning how to embody your authentic self. You are moving through triggers as they come up and you're not expected to be perfect. It's just practicing doing the work, right? Learning to ride a bike built into learning to ride a bike is also falling off the bike. It's also scraping your knees. It's also wobbling a lot. That's the journey as well. You're not expected to be perfect, but we need to be integrating what we're learning. The next step is the art of deliberate creation. So actually deliberately creating what you desire now that you've cleared away so much of the junk and so much of so many limits that you thought were real, that felt real. And once you realize they're not, and we start to have that healing work that like immediately lifts the load, then you start to get into the magnetism formula and actually quote unquote, going after and attracting what you want. Step six is the advanced and quantum manifestation. This is where we use those quantum tools. This is where we truly become a clear channel. And as we start embodying the quantum, 
and that version of us that has already done it, that is where we start experiencing weird results in a good way. Quantum leaping results where we manifest something in a short amount of time where big opportunities come our way. And it was for actually quite little work. It's, it's surprising how easy manifestation can be, meaning with ease, the non-easy part is doing the work. So I've said this before, manifestation actually gets to be easy, but the not easy part is doing all of this work, but it is so friggin' worth it. It is the most worth it. it is the most valuable thing that you could invest your time, your money into for me, like having a coach, having someone that helps me with inner healing, um, reading books, journaling, meditating. That is like the most important thing because without that, I'm not moving forward. Like I want to be right. I'm not creating that life. So this is where you step into that quantum manifestation. Number seven is living activated, learning how to live this from morning till night, learning how it becomes automatic. It becomes just something you do. It becomes quite easy because now you look at life differently. So say you're making dinner and your partner said they'd be home at six and you have dinner ready at six and they're not home till six 30 and you get really agitated and really mad. If you're living this system, you might go like, okay, I have a trigger right now. I'm feeling like pissed off that they're not home yet. And then we could go, okay, what's really going on underneath that? Well, I feel ignored. I feel like all my hard work is for nothing. And then maybe if we go deeper, cause you've been doing some of this work, you start to go, oh, I'm feeling unseen. I'm feeling unacknowledged. I'm feeling unappreciated. Okay. When I was a kid, how often did I feel unacknowledged or unappreciated or ignored or like my good efforts were just like they weren't even noted or whatever, right? How, how often did I feel dis, discarded or set to the side or whatever? And then we start to go, okay, this really reminds me of when I was a kid. So then we go into the reprogramming work of like, I recognize this is a trigger that reminds me of when I was a kid. I feel unimportant. I feel unacknowledged. I feel unappreciated. And we take a deep breath. We put our hand on our heart. We do a little bit of the healing work. We send that love to ourself. This is living the system. It's not just being pissed. And then the next day being pissed at your partner again. And then once a week talking to a coach about it or hoping eventually you figure it out. We live the system. That is where you start to get massive results. So living this system in everyday life, it's not separate from your life. It's not isolated. You don't just do healing one day and then do life one day. It's all one and the same. And then the eighth step, which is the eighth week in activated is manifesting big things. So money, success, big dreams. After you've done this clearing work, we go like, okay, well, what do you want to create? Tell me those big goals you have because big goals require, um, a bigger energy, um, a bigger capacity or said another way to hold a big manifestation takes, requires you to be able to hold more energy. So if I want a million dollars, I have to have the energetic capacity to hold a million dollars. So I have to be more on top of my finances or have someone help me manage my money or be really aware of the money coming in and how much I'm putting away for taxes and whatever, right? These are just random examples, but to manifest really big things, to have a number one best-selling book or to manifest the success that you dream of or the money that you dream of. It is now that you've cleared a lot of stuff. It's an energetic game. So we dive into money manifestation, creating big success and how to manifest those things that seem so big and out of reach and really stretching your energy using these tools into that bigger place. And so we end on that. And so in this process, whether or not you take activated, you can go, okay, after I start to do this work, then I can focus on those really big things. So do you see how most people are going to the art of deliberate creation, like manifestation, how to deliberately create. And then they're going into like, I want big money. And that's all they're focusing on. They're not focusing. And, and nine out of 10 people that come to me, unless they've taken activated are not even aware of their whole authentic self of their core values of who they truly are. They're not aware of why they keep being held back in these patterns, why these narratives come up and how it connects to their childhood, to things they've learned, to the things they've moved through. They're, they're usually not very far into reprogramming. It might just be a conscious thing where they're saying some mantras or if they get scared or in fear, we go like, no, it's okay. There's nothing to be scared of. That's conscious reprogramming. That's not subconscious reprogramming. So most people haven't done the subconscious work. Are they integrating? Are they learning exactly 
you know, integrating what they have learned. So all, usually all of those are missing by the time when someone comes to me, they've just been trying to focus on manifestation, which is like the vision board and writing out your desires and, you know, hoping that things come to you, basically putting them out there and just hoping they come. That's not how this works. There's so much more to it. But when you embark on this work, you change your life. You be able to, you become able to manifest anything to make those big changes in your life. You also know how to navigate triggers and setbacks and shame and guilt and emotional times and times you're feeling low. Something that blows people's minds that I talk about and activate it is you don't even have to be feeling good all the time to manifest. You actually can be manifesting through the low energy days, through the emotional days, through the, the lows. That is where so much of the work happens. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope this has given you something. Again, if you want to join activated, the, um, the, the, waitlist, that's the word, is open right now. You can go check out the link below. It'll either be the waitlist or depending on if you're listening to this a little bit later, it may be early bird. If you register in early bird, you save over $500. It's huge. After that, it goes up $500. So the early bird pricing is going on for a little bit as well. Hopefully I get to see you in activated. If you don't take activated, I hope that this genuinely helped you to understand that it's not just, I want this now here it is. That's why vision boards in themselves aren't the whole picture. That's why a meditation or a mantra, it's just not the whole picture. We have to know who we authentically are. We have to heal what we are not. We have to reprogram what we've believed about ourselves, about not being good enough, about lack of safety and security. We have to reprogram that. We have to be practicing this work in a way that works for you in your daily life, your style, practicing this stuff. We then have to be focusing on deliberately creating what it is that we want, how we want to feel, what we want to experience in our life. Then moving in, if you're a hardcore seeker into quantum manifestation to really pick up the pace and really understand a whole new tool in how to access that quote unquote higher self, that, that more advanced version of us. It's so powerful. Then moving into living this system. So every single day you can have a rhythm, a routine when you're triggered, you know exactly what to do on the spot, not just weeks, months, or years later, right? Because if we're not dealing with stuff as they happen, it's just going to be put on tomorrow's self next week's self, next year's self. And then we have to hire a team of people to help us to, you know, deconstruct all this shit that's been going on in our minds. So when we understand how to do this daily, it doesn't mean that, you know, you don't need support if you are called to have a therapist or a coach or whatever, always do that. But what I'm saying is learning how to do this system on your own and live it every day will be life changing. And then step eight is manifesting those big things. By the time you move through this, you are ready to go to like, okay, I want to create a multi-million dollar company. Okay. I want to write a best-selling book. I want to bring in my soulmate. I want to move halfway across the world. I want to own vacation rentals that I rent out and travel the rest of the time. Whatever it is, you become ready for that because you have the energetic capacity to hold that now. You're no longer a victim to your life, to your limits, to your circumstances, because here's the thing I want to end on. We are all capable of manifesting anything that we desire. We are all capable of having outrageous abundance, healing, experiencing what we want to experience, but there's no shortcuts. There's quantum work, which is a shortcut to be contradictive, but there's no shortcut through the healing because here's the thing is we are energy and we are human. We are an essence and a vibe and a, an aura and an energy ball, <laughs> a soul. We have, you know, all of that part of us, but then we also have the human part, which is the physical shell, which is the trauma we've been through, the limiting beliefs, depending on your upbringing, your socioeconomic status as you were growing up, your race, your culture, your, you know, where you lived, what your parent situation was like, your caregivers, everything, all of that is the human part of you. So we can't ignore the human part of you and just try to manifest big things. You just won't get there and it'll be frustrating. So if you feel that you want to join Activated, you're ready for this type of work. It's not for everybody. It's for those who are really ready. Like 
I don't care what it takes. I am ready to dive into the work. I'm ready to do this. You will find that it's actually less intense and arduous than you have been led to believe, but it's so much more freeing and liberating. And you will experience so many more results going through this process. So I love you so much. I hope this was helpful to you. I hope to see you in activated or in the monthly get unblocks or anywhere else. And I want to remind you, if you take a screenshot that you're listening to the show and post it on Instagram and tag me, I will send you a free gift. Also, if you have not yet already, please, I ask of you, would you please be willing to write a review on Apple Podcasts? The links for all of this are below. I will also send you a gift if you post a review um, like, um, make a review, take a screenshot before you hit submit and send it to us either email or Instagram. Again, everything is below. We will send you a free gift because I just, it goes so far. That is probably the most potent thing you could do to support the show is to leave a review. It's free. It doesn't take very long, but your honest reviews go so far. I also read them all and they give me warm fuzzies and they keep me going. And I just get so excited to hear your words. So I appreciate that so much in advance. I'd love to give you a free gift as a thank you. I hope to see you inactivated or around. So have a great day. I will talk to you. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in the show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes and also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. 